What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smile Hard Podcast. Happy Tuesday. Uh, it's the 28th of March. I'm recording this on the 27th of March, the day before. It is a Monday for me currently. First off, I want to apologize for the previous episodes being recorded on my phone slash uh, not being recorded at all. I was bedridden for a few weeks, bedridden for a few weeks, very sick. I had like a sinus infection, so I'm back. My voice is almost fully back. I uh, still got some stuff going on, but we're here. We're, uh, we're finally back at it. Also, um, the mic is working randomly. I don't understand what's going on. But I'm not going to complain. You know, sometimes like uh, God or whoever's the higher power just gives you like gives you a win and you just got to take it. And that's what we're doing today. So that's a win. Um, I'm recording on the mic. I'm recording on my main computer. This is great. I've been on my phone and on the laptop the past few episodes. So hopefully you guys can understand me a little better uh, because of the mic and my better voice now. Anyways. Let's get right into today's episode. Thank you guys for joining. I do a lot of things on a regular daily and weekly basis. I have a company, a full-time job um, called Beaten Path that I run out of the basement and out of, you know, everywhere. I guess it's kind of everywhere. Um, I also work at a brewery three to four days a week. I also do a bunch of social media stuff. If you follow me on any of those, you know that I'm just constantly posting things. So that's uh, overwhelming. I, you know, have this podcast. I have projects. I have hobbies. I've been getting into birds and squirrels recently. I feel like I'm like an 80 year old man, but the backyard's just filled with bird feeders and there's just dozens of birds back there. It's great. Um, I paint a lot. I write music. I just do a lot. Um, and I love that. Like, that's just, I've learned that I get depressed and I fall into depression kind of, if I'm not like super busy, which retirement kind of scares me sometimes. Like a lot of people talk about retirement being the best cause you don't do anything. And for me, like retirement would just be like continuing working and volunteering, whatever. Um, but yeah, whenever I'm not super busy, I fall into this weird funk and I get depressed and I kind of shut down and things don't matter. And, you know, become a couch potato type of stuff. Um, so on the flip side of that, I also find myself working way too hard and way too often. And the last few years I've with beaten path and college and all my jobs, I've had a lot of weeks where I experienced heavy burnout. And if you don't know what burnout is, it's basically where you work too hard and you burn out your mind and your body physically, mentally, and you just, you're just, you worked so hard that you're just done. You can't think about anything. You have no desire. You have no drive. You just want to sit and you just want to be done because you worked too hard. Um, it's like a car that just ran out of gas. You ran out of gas and it happens. And the legal definition of burnout is being burnt out means feeling empty and mentally exhausted, devoid of motivation and beyond caring. People experiencing burnout often don't see any hope of positive change in their situations. If excessive stress feels like you're drowning in responsibilities, burnout is a sense of being all dried up. Very, very positive stuff. <laughs> That sounds so bad, um, which I mean, it is burnout is rough and uh, 
Today I want to talk about burnout. I want to uh, share some ways that I, you know, get out of being burnt out or how to cope with being burnt out and also just like some experiences of how I, you know, became burnt out because it's just normal and I want to talk about it and I want to share my thoughts on uh, how I cope with being burnt out and maybe it can help you guys if you ever experience burnout. Before this episode, I was just at a coffee shop for like four hours trying to research, um, well, doing a few things. I'm kind of in the middle of taxes and I'm kind of late on taxes, but as long as they get done before the due date. Anyways, um, for the past like three hours, I've been researching like vendor markets, farmers markets, pop-up events in all of the cities here in Colorado. There's Fort Collins, Longmont, Boulder, Loveland, Aurora which is Denver and all those cities in Denver, Colorado Springs, just any of the cities. And I am just striking out left and right. I'm finding out that the only events out there are like farmer's markets or they're only through like May through September, like seasonal, which I get because it's winter and cold, but I just moved here from Florida. So, you know, I'm learning all those things. There's no events for the majority of the year. Um, also, like in Colorado, there's just taxes. They A lot of these events take like a 10% fee throughout your sales throughout the day, which I think is crazy if you're already paying to be there an abstin- astronomical amount. I hope I'm saying that right. You're paying a lot to be there at these events, which like Florida is like 25, 50 bucks to be there. Here, it's like $200. Anyways, it's hard. And I am on the verge of being burnt out because I you know, I've been researching this stuff, not only just today, but for the past few months, trying to get back out there with Beaten Path. Um, The move from Florida to here was actually hard, surprisingly, because it's an outdoor clothing company, and Colorado is one of the most, like, outdoorsy states, but unless you have, like, a physical location, and you're just floating in cash, uh, it's hard to have a company out here. I'm learning the difference between Florida and Colorado, as far as the government's ran, um, if you're a company. It is difficult, and I I give kudos to all those who are just crushing it. But yeah, uh, we've got a lot of good news also on the flip side. Um, I can't fully talk about it, but we're going to have an account with a really big company soon. Um, Hopefully, I can share those details like super soon in the next episode or two. And then uh, just, you know, other similar things. There's big stuff coming for the company. but these little side events are just like some of my passions. I, I love going out there and talking to people and it helps the company spread locally um, immensely. Like in Florida, we would do at least a few events a month. We were just sometimes just doing like events back to back to back like every other day. But, um, you know, I if you look at my analytics for the company on social media and on the website, you can see that like all of the cities that we were doing events at, at <clears throat> the the analytics show like how heavily it impacted uh, for the better, for the positive sides of Beaten Path. Like way more sales, way more traffic um, to the company, way more people looking it up and following us wherever we were doing events because we just got to talk with people one-on-one, share um, you know our hobbies, our interests, and then talk about the company and just uh, really just that's just how everything should be. I think you just you're creating a community 
in person, and especially for Beaten Path, it's an outdoor clothing brand. So to be out there sharing our interests and our passions with other people, it it's one of my passions, and I want to get back out there and do it. But we haven't been able to do it for a while, and that's okay. I've been focusing on other stuff. Um, but it's it's getting to that time where we got to sign up, got to get ready. The events are coming. Um, but anyways, I've been striking out. It's been a rough day. And I'm on the verge of being burnt out. And because I've experienced burnout many times in the past, I wanted to hop on here and just you know share why I'm about to experience burnout. Like if I had some assignments due tonight for school or something, I think I'd be burnt out. I think I would just you know want to just do nothing and just just give my mind a break and this steam's pouring out of my ears type of thing. But um, luckily, I, I don't have a done any assignments. I, you know, I'm not in school, so uh, I already graduated. I finished that. That was uh, that was in the past. But I, I do have some other stuff that I'm got to get done this week. Um, the stress of that is building up. I work. We're going to Florida next week and a half. Um, a lot of personal stuff going on, and yeah. There's just a lot going on, and I really want Beaten Path to succeed, and I feel like it's been kind of like half a year of, um, we hit, I hit a speed bump with the company, and that's fine. Like, it's still going up as far as sales and traffic and, you know, people following us and just being part of the community. Everything is still going up. It's just not as fast uh, and, you know, f- as fun as it's been the past two years when we moved out here. That's just how it's been. That's what happens when you move to a new place. It's hard to really focus on it and just build a community with a bunch of new people. I'm still really close with a lot of people in Florida. Um, so yeah. Anyways, just hit a hit a few speed bumps, and that's okay. That's part of the that's part of the journey. You know, I've I've learned by failing um, with almost everything in my life. So I I'm not getting down on that fact. It's just a lot's adding up and burnout. I'm on the verge of burnout, guys. Uh, so let's talk about burnout. Let's talk about how I deal with burnout um, in some ways that maybe you can uh, do the same thing to get out of burnout. There was also a point in my life where I was a full-time student. I think I was taking five classes, actually. So full-time is four classes. Five classes. I had an internship, which was almost full-time. I worked at a rock climbing gym as a social media manager um, and like, you know, marketing, I guess, strategist. Um, the, the title was undefined, which was, it was really fun. Uh, I worked at two coffee shops, um, not each day, but just a couple times a week. What else? I also own Beaten Path, which is a full-time job. I did personal social media stuff. I did company social media stuff. And I think I had another job. Oh, I had a social media contract, which I can't share the full details, but um, I had to post a couple of videos a day on a certain social media platform. So all of that going on every single day or, you know, every week, there was, uh, it was nuts. I am stressing out just thinking about it, but I would come home and like, it was the first time where my hair was falling out of my head and, um, I don't know if I share this with a lot of people, but a huge hobby slash passion of mine is money. So like I am very money driven and I consider myself to be good with money. So like at least there was that to look forward to, but I wasn't 
like exploring my outdoor passions and hobbies. I wasn't able to surf or skate or do new things or just be outside. I was just always working or indoors. So I was going through some crazy stuff and I wasn't doing great in school. It was my last semester of college and the stress of just like pushing through and finishing. And, you know, the last year of high school uh, is generally known as like the easiest year. Being a senior in high school, you can skip a few days or, you know, uh, it's just kind of like a kickback year. I kind of thought the same thing about college going into it. Just a heads up, if you're in college or you're going to be in college, it is not. Uh, It's the opposite. It's the hardest year. And um, I've heard that from multiple people, not just myself. It is insanely hard. So just be ready for that. Anyways, I would come home from college, go to my internship, go to my next job. I was just so stressed out, so busy, just in the car, on the highway all the time, back and forth. Uh, On top of this, like I was doing events for the company a couple times a month or, you know, every other week, whatever it was. So it was just such a busy time in my life. Um, I was making good money, but, you know, at what costs? And it's good to be busy, but maybe only two jobs instead of all that, you know? Um, and that's where I'm at right now. I have the brewery and I have beaten path and that I'm good. And I have other little stuff I can do and explore new hobbies and passions. But like my hair was falling out. I was so stressed. It was a rough time in my life. And I was just experiencing burnout. Like every week I would just have a day where I was just like, boom, done. I'm not doing anything else. If I miss an assignment, I don't care. Um, you know, like it's just that weird feeling of time is still and time is flying by all at the same time and like nothing matters and you're just like, it's almost the same feeling as being sick. When you're really sick, you just don't care and you want to pass out and sleep um, and like three days could go by and you're just like, I don't care if I didn't get anything done. I don't care if I don't eat. I just don't care. I don't care about anything right now. That was the same feeling um, at that point in my life. Like just I would hit those days where it's just like, whatever, I'm done. So what were some ways that I coped with that? What are some ways that I got out of burnout and got my passion and drive and interest back? First off, um, acknowledging that you're being burnt out. To me, that's the first step. Acknowledging that you're tired, you're done, telling your friends and family like, hey, I know we had plans or even if you didn't have plans, just letting them know like, if I don't answer, it's because this, it's because blank. Um, I'm just tired. I've been through a lot this week and I'm sorry if I don't get back to you, uh, emailing that to people or just like telling yourself like, Hey body, I acknowledge you and I hear you loud and clear. And I'm going to give you the rest that you deserve because my mind and my body are just shot. That's the first step to me. Um, that's the first step I do is I'm just like, I'm done. And I am experiencing burnout and it's okay and we're going to get through it. But like knowing that you're burnt out is the first step of getting back on track. If I'm experiencing physical burnout only, like I've just, um, there's a few times where I had like hard labor jobs of like cleaning boats and all this stuff. Um, I shift my focus onto mental activities where I can, you know, work on some social media stuff and not have to get out of bed or work on emails or um, even just like, I don't know, you can consume 
TV to an extent, like just watch a few episodes, just give your body a break. But I think it's more important to um, just like if your mental isn't burnt out yet, just focus on mental activities, even if it's just like a puzzle. I don't know. Just keep that mind going if your body's tired. And if your mind is tired and your body's not, maybe go on a bike ride or um, just go go work out where you don't have to think too hard and you can give your body the exercise that it needs and let your mind cool off for a bit. Now, if it's both, rest. Go lay down. Just give your body a break. Go take a bath. I don't know. Take a little nap. If naps work for you, naps don't work for me. I personally hate sleeping. Um, I wish I liked it and I understand that we need it as humans and it's like a recharge and it's a beautiful thing. Like our body heals our muscles, everything like our, if you're sick, when you sleep, your body can focus on what it needs. It's a beautiful thing. And I, I understand that. And I love that about it, but I hate, like, I just am someone that I think I have hardcore ADHD and I just didn't want to, I'm go, 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 go. And I have new ideas every five seconds. So uh, with that built into my blood, I hate sleeping. I want to just keep going. And if I could be a vampire on Twilight and not have to sleep, that would be amazing. But unfortunately, uh, I can't. So anyways, if you can take naps, take a nap. If Even if you don't take naps, just lay down, go on social media, whatever it's going to be. Um, not too long though, you know, just go on a phone call with someone, talk with someone. I think that's definitely better is, is just, you know, give everything a break and go do something that you like to do. Uh, go for a walk, go hit up a friend, go surfing, go hiking, go whatever, do something that you don't have to think about. That's not too strenuous on your body. Go do it. Or just take a full, full out nap, whatever works for you. But just step one is acknowledging that you're burnt out. Step two is listening to your body and responding. Give it what it needs. And step three really depends on how burnt out you are. Is this going to be a few hours? Is this going to be a full day, a couple days? Is it a week burnout? Um, you know, like listen to your body. If you have been working for three months straight and you need a week to just take some time off and, you know, like you can't even think right, you're not focused. Sometimes it takes a few days to a week. Sometimes it takes more than that. Everybody is different and everybody is working at a different pace in life. Um, and if this sounds ridiculous that like someone could be burnt out and has to take a week off, then you have not been that burnt out. <laughs> you have not worked your body to the extreme where you need to just like, you know, be done for a while. And it happens. It happens to everyone. Um, so don't judge others if they're not responding to you or whatever. Uh, just understand that like if someone lets you know that they are tired and they can't make it to your blah, 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 just feel for them, ask if they need anything. Um, just understand that burnout happens, even if it didn't happen or doesn't happen to you. For me, I will always have a few things that I do um, that I can like always go back to that doesn't, you know, take too much mental thinking or physical uh, pressure on my body to do, which is painting and drawing and uh, playing the guitar. I'm trying to think of any others. Um, but those will always be um, things that I can do when I'm just tired and done. If I still want to do something, I'll just always fall back on those. And I love those activities. That's what I grew up doing. I 
spent my entire life in my room painting and drawing and um, learning music. And uh, those are just like my where my heart is. And that's what I love to do. Um, even though like going outside is also one of those. If you can only go outside and like do a few circles in your neighborhood, if you've done that three thousand five hundred and fifty eight million times and you're in this mode of being burnt out and you have anxiety and you deal with any of that type of stuff, which I do. Sometimes repeating your normal walk doesn't help in this situation. Sometimes it does. It's, um, it's, you know, everyone's got their own cures, but I've had, I've been to the point where like, I'm just done with everything and everyone. And I try to go do a, a walk and I am just like, I want to get out of here right now. I am so sick of looking at the same buildings and the same one tree in the entire neighborhood and blah, blah, blah. And I'm so angry. And in Florida, like to find a f- open field that, you know, isn't like just a weird park, I don't know, where it has like one path to walk around. It's a pretty hard thing to do. It's pretty developed there, which is very unfortunate because that's my favorite place is Florida. I uh, just love the tropicalness of it. Um, I do wish I had some mountains, but it doesn't. But anyways, I, I just love that environment. And unfortunately, I watched all the places I grew up exploring be torn down and built uh i watched a spring near my house be capped well drained rerouted capped which is very illegal and giant apartment complexes were built on it um and we used to go back there with our jeeps and trail ride and all this stuff and that just happened everywhere and the only like bit of acreage open is in between a bank and a grocery store, you know, like that's the only field left or a dump. Yeah. Everything is gone unless you're in the middle of Florida. Um, and I'm sure that's not like all of Florida, but I've been to enough places in Florida to figure out that like, okay, everyone's moving here. Um, the, the government allows you to, uh, have a company easy there and, um, build and just, it's a good economy. Florida's great if you want a company. So I understand why things, why all the land is gone and people have built and uh, moved to Florida because for weather reasons, I get it. I, it's just very frustrating to watch like everything be torn down. And when we moved out here, like all the locals of Colorado are so upset all the, that all the Californians are like moving out here and I get it. It's the same as like a lot of New Yorkans are moving to Florida and you can be mad all you want, but like I mean, that's the nature of it. You can't control who comes here and whatever. But everyone's saying, like, everything's gone here. And I'm like, I I think this is, like, the middle of nowhere compared to Florida. There's still so much land. So it could always be worse if you're somewhere and people have moved there. Just appreciate what you have. If you still have open land and uh, parks and all these things, go and explore them. But getting back to the point, sometimes a walker in your normal path and your normal route in this moment doesn't work. And I think if you're in that mindset of like, I'm so stressed out, I'm so burnt out. I don't want to think or do anything. I think if, and, and if you can't like get outside and do a walk because like everything's bothering you, but you also don't want to nap or whatever. I think it's so important to reach out to someone that is just, that can be there Um, and not all of us have those types of friends or family. So I I get that it's hard. And I've had those moments in my life where it's hard, 
But if you can reach out to someone or if you can make a friend or even if you can just like go to a coffee shop and order up front and and just conversate with someone, um, which I mean, I, I for a reason don't do many mobile orders or DoorDash or anything like that. Um, or pay at the pump a lot of times. Like I love to go in and have a tiny conversation if I can with someone and just uh, ask how their day's going and whatever because you never know if someone needs it. And a lot of times I need it. So if you need that little bit of conversation with someone, have it uh, reach out to someone even if it's a phone call or if someone can come over and you guys can play basketball or whatever it is, do it because the difference of being alone in this situation and having someone with you that can uh, relate and hear you vent and also just provide some answers to your questions or your uh, what what's going on, if they can just provide some input, reach out to anyone, family member, grandma, grandparent, friend, best friend, distant friend, whoever it is, reach out. You can reach out to me, and I, I answer everyone on social media, so reach out to someone if you need it. Jeez, apparently I have acid reflex. <laughs> that's another thing that's stressing me out here, man. I have reached out to every doctor in my city, which is like 25 offices, practices. They're taking They're not taking a single patient for like four more months, or they don't take my insurance, or blah, 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 so it's... <laughs> I got the, I got things I got to get looked at. Come on. I, I accidentally called someone a pra- an, a, an office uh, that said that it was here. But when I called them, I eventually found out they're in New Jersey. But anyways, r- kind of rude woman. Um, very just like that stereotypical New Jersey uh, accent and just kind of like rude-ish. Not everyone there is rude, but like there's that there is that, you know, stereotype. There's a stereotype for everywhere, and there is a stereotype for New Jersey. And anyways, they got they were like, all right, we can see you tomorrow. And they were a big office. And I was like, oh, awesome. And then they finally read my area code or my zip code. And they're like, did you know that this is New Jersey, not Colorado? And I was like, oh, my God, how did that even happen? Anyways, that's stressing me out, too. There's lots of little things that just add up. And we've been here for eight months. I don't know how long it's been. About eight months now. And I haven't gotten that figured out. So, yeah, life happens, man. Life throws rocks at you, and you got to put a shield up. And these aren't medical emergencies. These are just things that, like, bother me a little bit, and I need to get looked at eventually. Um, but if it was a medical emergency, of course, there's just ways to get attention right away. So if you have a medical emergency, I'm not telling you to not get it figured out. Go get it figured out. So acknowledging that you're burnt out, that's step one. Uh, giving your body or mind um, physical or mental rest, step two, and then like reflecting on that. I think I think step three is to grab a friend or a family member, someone physical, another human being. Maybe it's even an animal for you if that works for you, but like have another person there to listen to you and to just be there for you, um, whether it's through the phone or in person. That's that's what helps me the most. And if I can go like skate down the street with someone, that is just such a big thing versus just being alone in that moment where you're burnt out and you don't care. To get back in the drive and the flow of stuff, I think it's important to not force your body and mind into that right away. Like if you have 
something due, but it's not like huge. I think there is times where you're like, it's very important for your mental health and physical health that you can just say like, I can't do this. It won't be done. Um, or like for work, if you are just totally done, be completely honest with your boss or your manager. And if they don't understand that, then that's too bad. But like, sometimes you just can't come in because, um, your life matters more than the person to fill that shift. And sometimes you just have to, sometimes you have to do that. Um, even though it's hard. So, don't I think getting back in the groove of stuff, it's important not to force yourself straight back into it and just like be mean to your mind and body. I think it's important to focus on what you need right away, um, which is usually just some rest or um, some friends and family to be there for you. And just it's kind of like a let it happen. Um, like it, it just the way I heal is giving it some time. And to me, time is the best medicine. I think time is everyone's best medicine. Unfortunately, it takes a long time sometimes. But like when you're sick, you can take all the medicine you want. And sometimes your body needs time because it's fighting a battle and the battle is tough for it, but it'll eventually win. Um, Same with broken bones, same with everything. So same with being burnt out. Time is going to be your best medicine and being aware that it might take some time to get back to where you were or get back on track, that's going to be your best friend in this situation. Don't force yourself back into it. Um, Take some time off if you need and just give it some time. It will come back. If you had a passion for something, um, it'll come back. Like I, I was sick this past like week and a half, which is very similar to being burnt out. And I was just out of it. There was like two full days that I slept and I don't even, I don't even remember those days. I, I was just out. Um, and my body needed to rest and I missed work and I missed uh, emails with an important company for beaten path and I missed so much, but who cares? I wrote a, sorry, I was bedridden email, very nice email to them. I wrote my boss, Hey, I will not be there tomorrow. Just so you know, I am so sick and they all understood. And that's how I know that they are great people. And I would do the same thing, same thing for them if they needed. Um, and if you know your boss or manager says you'll be fired if you don't come in, then screw that. Then be fired or quit. Get a new job. There's better people and better jobs out there, and your life matters more than that shift or that assignment. Sometimes you matter more. Give your body and mind the attention it needs. Give it time. It'll heal and you'll get back in the drive and if you don't get back in that groove of that thing that you were in for a month or whatever and then you got burnt out that means you just don't love it and I've had passions and hobbies where you know I was just like ready to get back into it and I just like haven't and that's okay because I didn't fully love it Um, and if you fully love something when you're down and out of it and you get back into the groove and you get out of this funk um if you fully love it, it'll come natural back to you. Like I woke up like from that sickness one day and I was just fully healed a a few, like a week ago, I guess almost a week ago now. And I was just like, boom, ready. Like, let's do this thing. It was just so natural to me to, you know, get back in the beaten path and go to work and all these things and, um, just go, go, go. That's who I am. I love doing that. And when I was, when I gave my body the time and rest that it needed, 
my mind was able to focus on the stuff I love. So give it some time. Well, I hope I was able to provide some value about being burnt out and what you can do to get out of burnout um, to those listening. And if you've never experienced it, just understand that like it, it happens to everyone. And if it does happen to you, it's okay. And try to remember these uh, try to remember these steps that I shared with you if it does happen to you or if you know someone going through it because it's helped me. I've been burnt out dozens of times because I think I have ADHD and I am just go, go, go. And I just love like looking back at stuff that I've completed. And that's why I do a lot of social media stuff is to document my life. And I want to share my things that I've been doing my whole life with my kids and grandkids or just friends and family. So that's why I do a lot of it is I just like to reflect on it. So I experience burnout quite a bit because I'm just 130,000% every day. Um, so burnout is natural. I hope this was able to help you guys. Those who listen to my podcast know that I answer a few questions on every episode. So let's get into this week's questions. Okay, so first question I got is from the username nofont8 on Instagram. I got a message that says, how do I strike up a conversation? That's a great question because, you know, I, everyone goes through those stages most people go through those stages where they don't want to go up to someone that, you know, thinks dressed cool and they want to talk about their style or they seem like they would be friends with them. So like, how do I go up to that person and how do I talk and how do I start the conversation? And maybe you like someone and you have a crush and you want to go see if they are single or they want to go play basketball because they're playing basketball on the hoop, four hoops down from the one you are. You know, like sometimes you want to go up to someone and talk and I've been through stages and the majority of my life where I wanted to go up and talk to people and make friends or subliminally I did and I told myself that it's not cool to do that and you go through these weird stages in middle school and high school where it's not cool to do those things but it actually is cool to go do those things um, and I've learned a few ways that I go up and start talking to people um, so yeah, here they are. <laughs> Way number one, which is the easiest for me at this moment in my life in the past five years, it's been the easiest for me. It is to go up to someone and talk about my company, not in a braggy way, be as humble as possible. But you know, if they are dressed in Patagonia, and whatever, and they seem like they would like beaten path, I go up to them and I give them a sticker and say, I love your outfit. I just I have a similar outdoor clothing brand to whatever you're wearing. Um, and you just seem super cool. So I just thought you'd want this. I've made a lot of good friends off that. Um, and it's just been a very easy talking point for me. It also is like my target audience of the people that usually I become friends with, uh, they're wearing outdoor clothing or they seem like they would skateboard or go rock climbing or ski or snowboard or whatever it is. They share similar hobbies or interests with me. Um, and I have had people where they're like, no, I don't want your sticker. Get away from me. And it's like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I hope you have a great day. Um, I don't know why I offended you. And I try, I try not to come off selly or anything. That's like where I leave it at that. I'm not going to ever say like, you should follow my company or you should buy something from me because you're wearing that. I just leave it at that. Here's a sticker. You look awesome. Um, and if I'm new to the area, like in Colorado, say like, I'm new to the area. And if you want to skate sometime, let me know. So that's strategy. Number one for me is go up to someone and talk about a similar interest, um, that you feel comfortable 
talking about. Like if you feel comfortable with the subject, um, which I do, I would talk about outdoor clothing all day long if someone wants to talk to me about that or just outdoor sports um, and hobbies in general. And if they want to talk about my company, then that's even better. Um, but, you know, I use that as a, as a starting point with a lot of people. Um, way number two or step two, I guess, to this, not really way number two, but another way to strike up a conversation is to just ask questions. Don't talk about yourself, which I know it sounds contradicting because I just said I go up to people and talk about my company, but I promise you I am being as honest as possible when I say like, I don't. I leave it at that. I stay humble about the company. I don't want to sell them anything. I don't want them to follow me if they don't want to. I just say like, hey, I have a similar company to what you're wearing. I think you, or here's a sticker if you want. Um, and then I go straight into like, where did you get those overalls? Where, or where do you skate? Or where do you, you know, like, are you from here? Um, do you go to school here? Ask them questions. Like if you ask someone a question, they'll be your best friend. Everyone loves being asked questions, even if they say they don't, because you have this whole life that no one will fully understand. You have all these hobbies and interests that nobody understands, and everyone has their own life. And if someone can ask you about something that you don't get to talk to about a lot, that is just like that is just like giving someone ten dollars, asking someone a question. To me, is worth getting ten dollars. Like I love to talk about myself. Everyone loves to share uh, interest. And just on the flip side, I love to talk about other people and I love to learn about other people's perspectives on things. So asking someone a question and being like in a nice way, don't be like, uh, don't be like, I don't know. <laughs> don't be mean with the question. Don't be rude. Don't, don't go up to someone and start being like, well, how do you think blah, 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 politics, blah, blah, blah. Go up to them and ask them a genuine question if you want to actually talk with them. If you think a girl is cute, go up to them and say, like, sometimes it's as simple as going up and just being like, hey, I love your headphones or something. If they're wearing, I don't know, <laughs> Apple Beats headphones. Um, or don't be creepy about it. If you're a guy going up to a girl, don't be like, I love your leggings. But, like, go up to them and give them a compliment. Or go up to them and um, just, if you're completely honest and say, like, hey, I'm not trying to be weird, but I think you're beautiful. That is going to be one of the best ways to go up to someone. And if they shoot you down, do not take it to heart because that was just not meant to be your friend or your next um, partner, whatever it may be. Don't take that shot to heart. I've had many times where I've been shot down or the person's had a boyfriend or whatever. Many times more often than not, uh, by a big percentage that has happened and you just cannot take that to heart because that's just life and it just wasn't meant to be and that's okay. You can also go up to someone and just introduce yourself right away. Um, like, hi, I'm Miles. I'm new here and uh, I'm just trying to meet people. I don't know. That will help. That's great too. I just think like asking a question about the person is more important. Also, if you hear someone say something that interests you, you can say, hey, I didn't mean to eavesdrop, but blank. Uh, but I overheard you talking about this, and I have a shared interest, or that happened to me once, or uh, I've gone through this, and I may be able to help. Uh, just, you know, that'll help too. Just don't come off rude. 
I think if you can provide value or ask questions, that person will be your best friend. All right, I'm going to move on to the next question. This question is from Malik. I hope I'm saying that right on Snapchat. Malik messaged me. How do you, how you got, (laughs) there's a few grammar issues, I think, possibly because Malik may be foreign and English is new. Um, So I'm going to just translate to what it is. How did you get the idea of your weird laws series and how do you know these are laws? Keep going. You're amazing. Thank you so much for the compliment and thanks for your question. That's a great question because um, I've been doing weird laws for like two years on social media. How I got the idea, uh, I've just heard of a few and I thought they were so funny and ridiculous that some of these laws still exist. Um, For example, I think in like Connecticut, you can't walk down. or you can't walk backwards in the middle of a street eating a donut. That's a real law. But I think, like, possibly the actual law is you can't walk in the middle of a street backwards. Like, that's the law, and they added with a donut um, on the website that I found it. And I do try to find, like, .org or .gov websites for all these weird laws. That's where I find them. But they just interest me so much, Um, and some of them are just so crazy. Some are stupid, like there's one in Kansas, it's illegal to hunt whales, duh. First off, I think it's illegal in all of America to hunt whales, but you can't hunt whales in Kansas because there's no ocean. Um, But then some of them are like legit to the point where you're like, really? That is weird. Or like you can't flush the toilet after 9 p.m. in New York. I think that's one. I could be wrong on that one, but there's just so many weird laws. And if you are interested in learning some weird laws on a daily basis, you can follow me on Snapchat because I just post weird laws every single day. Um, and if, if you want me to post them on other platforms, let me know because I have done it for two or three years and I really enjoy doing it because I'm learning something. I think it's hilarious and entertaining and I can share it in an entertaining way. I usually just do like a funny reaction to it. Super short video. But yeah, thanks for your question. Um, That's a great question. Thank you, Malik. Okay, I'm going to answer one more question. This one is from Alex Dar on Twitter. Alex asks me, how do you post on social media so often? I've been trying to get into it the past few months, but I've found it very hard. Um, Great question because, yeah, social media is tough. It isn't physically tough, but mentally it is challenging. It, It is a weird world right now where it's just like post, 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 post every platform, every platform. And you know, like if you post on that platform more, they're going to boost you more because they just want you to be on your platform. Understandably, because if you're giving that social media platform more attention, um, they'll give you more attention and blah, 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 and blah, blah. blah. And honestly, everyone's got different algorithms. I've come to the conclusion that like, uh, you got to figure it out on your own over the past few years. Like I've watched YouTube videos from everyone and everyone's shared different opinions on what works for them. I think like for some people posting once a day works for them. Some people posting three times a day works for them. Some people posting once a week works for them. I think I'm more on like my miles page is more on the once a week. Um, and then on, on Instagram and then my, uh, like TikTok, I do a couple times a day. I've just kind of weeded out what 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 works and what doesn't work on my other TikTok account um once a week works and not every day it's so weird and as far as works I mean like on that one when I post once a week I get more followers and then on the other one when I post a couple times a day I get more 
of those um, community followers where they're just like every they're they're so invested in being part of the, the family that I've created on that platform. The post itself doesn't get a million views. It gets only a couple thousand, which is still amazing. Um, but I'm only getting a few comments, but those are like the same people every time. So I've created like a tight knit family that we just all talk to each other on. So it's just weird. I think every platform puts out different algorithms for different people and you get put in different categories and blah, blah, blah. Especially it depends on like your interests. If you are only interested in yellow paper clips, there's a very tight knit audience for you there. Um, and, but if you love yellow paperclips, there's other people out there in the world that are fascinated with yellow paperclips, just not as many that, you know, like basketball or whatever it may be. So it just depends on your audience. It depends, like if, if it's more tight knit, I would suggest posting a little, I don't know. That's just hard. You got to figure it out. Like maybe posting every day works because everyone is just waiting to hear from you about your yellow paperclip of the day. But if it's basketball, because there's so many people posting about it, I think maybe it would be best to do it a little less frequently. But if you put a spin on it and you only focus on people that made it to the NBA from Nevada, and you're just always talking about those who made it out of Nevada, you're going to get a very niche Nevada audience that loves basketball. So it just depends on your interests, on what you're posting. Um, and I know that it is tough and... Um, it's easy to get burnt out. It's, it kind of reflects back to what we talked about today. Um, it's easy to get burnt out with social media. Don't let it get to you. Uh, it's, you know, it's not for everyone. And I think we're going through this stage of like, it's just back to back to back to back to back and things aren't hard. It's just, there's so many of them. I think our parents, I think people that are 40 and up, um, had, harder things to do in life, but less of them, if that makes sense. And I think now we have, everything's easier. Technology advancements have made things easier, but we have way more to do. So it's probably equally as hard as what everyone's gone through. It's just, I think there's so much going on right now, you know, like you got to go work a full-time job and then come home. And if you really love paper clips, talk about paper clips on YouTube and then you go back to work the next day and then you come back home and you talk about paper clips again. So like we're just going through a crazy time where social media is prevalent and you got to go, go, go. Um, so yeah, don't let it get to you. If you're finding yourself burnt out and not having fun, um, then maybe social media honestly isn't for you or try posting less. And if it's not for you, that's okay. Like everyone has their thing. And ironically, almost all my friends aren't into social media and I a hundred and twenty percent in involved in social media and I love social media because there are a lot of positive parts of social media um, that's why it's grown to where it is today but people focus on the negative parts so I think that it is my job to focus on the positive push the positive show that hey you can make a company with this or you can share your interests or meet a t the best friend you'll ever have because of this or talk to someone across the world with the click of a button. I think that's insane. So I'm here to push the positive parts of social media. Anyways, don't let it get to your head. Do it one step at a time. Start with one platform. You don't, I know that it's important to post on all of them, but start on one. Also the importance of being first with social media. Like if 
you know, TikTok just came out and you were first and you're posting every day, you're going to have a way better advantage than joining now. Not, that's not to say that you can't just join now and crush it. Uh, you can do that totally. I just think that the importance of being first, unfortunately, is very important in the social media world. So learning about what's coming next with technology and what platforms are coming next. Um, for example, YouTube Shorts and LinkedIn is actually, those are big platforms right now. And um, as much as TikTok is good to grow on, there's a big possible chance that TikTok could be banned. So maybe it's not in, uh, in your best interest right now to solely focus on TikTok. Maybe start shifting uh, your attention to other platforms like Instagram, YouTube Shorts, LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's just my two cents. Don't let it get to you. And if you're not having fun, just don't do it. It is all about the process of having fun. It's all about the journey. It's not about like uh, money unless you love money. In my case, I have a lot of interest in money. Everyone, of course, does. But like I like to watch compound interest happen. You know, I like the boring stuff about money um, throughout all of high school I didn't eat lunch and I saved my two dollars for lunch in a sock drawer and I had like a thousand dollars at the end um so I didn't eat and in return I got money so anyways uh that's just my two cents do what you love and take social media one day at a time well guys it's been great I loved talking about burnout I hope that I shared some value with you thank you for your amazing questions if you want to ask me any questions please head over to my twitter at smilehardpod you can directly uh, message me or post at me um, any questions that you have and I'll answer them on a future episode. If you don't have Twitter, you can message me on any other social media platform. I will get back to you <laughs> eventually if I don't get back to you right away. Um, so please ask away. I love hearing your guys' questions and I love just chatting with you guys in general. You guys are amazing. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of the Smile Hard Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your day. Go do something fun. If it is not terrible weather outside go outside um and just be with friends do something amazing today love you guys have a great rest of your week (laughs) 